year has literally just started and there's already three major mistakes just straight up investing gaffes that I've had. The first one, I've been a huge proponent of Shopify. Um, amazing company, literally going to dominate the e-commerce world with what they're doing, working with small businesses. They're like the small business gatekeeper at the moment. And being Canadian, we only have a limited amount of growth stocks that are in Canadian dollars that we can buy. You know, there's basically Shopify, a little bit of a riskier play is Lightspeed. And that's your Canadian investing opportunity right there for obvious growth companies. Um, recently, Shopify is approaching $1,800 per share. Absolute insanity. Around a year and a half ago, it was $400. Guess who sold Shopify? That's right. It's your boy, Fly Stewie. It was me. I sold Shopify. I sold it early. Um, as you know, I recently bought a house and I was rearranging some of my finances. I pulled out some of my investing money as part of this RRSP plan in Canada that allows you to pull out money out of your RRSP to buy a house. Um, I used that to buy a house, but of course, to take money out of my RRSP, which is just like a fancy savings account for investing dollars. To pull money out of it, I had to sell some of the shocks stocks. So Shopify was one of those stocks I sold. If I didn't sell it, I'd be up at least 30 to 40% on the type of buys that I had at the time. Absolute killer. Portfolio murderer right there. I think I had it around $1,300. It's $1,800 now. So that would be a nice little uh, sliver of a paycheck in my bank account. The last mistake that I made or another mistake that I had was I've been a big fan of Michael Burry, huge fan, made a great movie. You know, if you saw the big short, he was the dude that said the mortgage um, crisis is going to happen. There's going to be a huge market crash when it comes to these houses. And then he basically had all these. Uh, he basically took the bet that the short was going to happen and became out rich. I've been following what he has been thinking He's a big proponent that water is going to be a great investing place. He was the person that got me to buy around $100 of GameStop that turned to $10,000 in three to four months. Um, and he's also one of the reasons I took a serious look at Google. You see, Google, a while back, was trading behind its peers. Facebook was exploding. Amazon was exploding. Netflix was exploding. All these big tech companies, you know, you think of the fang companies, you know, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, you think about all of these companies, Google is far behind. They weren't trading at the same place as their peers. Me seeing that, I'm seeing that one of the major reasons they're behind is because of upcoming lawsuits. At one point, my portfolio was literally $10,000 worth of Google. Huge believer. I don't have a big portfolio. At the time, that was more than 10% of my portfolio. I just thought it was a sure bet. It was super easy. Again, I ended up selling a lot of my Google around some at 1600, some at 1700. I took a huge profits early um, and I sat back. And at the moment, as you know, I had to sell up a lot of my portfolio to go buy a house. I sold all my Google. I essentially said, who do I believe in more, Amazon or Google? I think Amazon over time is going to be performed like crazy. 
And guess where Google is today? From the times where I sold it around $1,600 it is around $2,000 now. Again, a huge miss in my portfolio. And this is all just 2021, let, let me add. Third big miss is I'm in a case where I look at the market and there's just not that many obvious deals as when the market was crashing around June, July <laughs> times, right? Market was, everything was on discount. Obviously, these big tech companies were obvious buys. Everyone's at home, we're going to use them. Super obvious investing. I'm at the point where it doesn't make sense to not have at least a 20%, 30% cash position. Before I was at like a 10%, 5% cash position because I was just trying to throw all my cash into the market as fast as I could. However, in this period now, I would remember watching this sort of, this, this theme play out. And I have a theory that a lot of these YouTubers now are super connected within the actual investing world. What I mean by that is people who actually have their ears to the street and actually know what's going on in the investing community are reaching out to YouTubers and creating these communities amongst themselves and know a lot of times what could be the big plays that might play out in the actual stock market. One of the sort of scenarios or themes that I was seeing these YouTubers talk about is a lot of YouTubers have been pushing and talking about Bitcoin. And I'm not just talking about the old pump and dump ones. I'm talking about the bigger YouTubers like Graham Stephan, Meet Kevin, Andre Gijic, Financial Education. A lot of these guys are mentioning Bitcoin and they're mentioning it in a way where they're adding actual substantial portions to their portfolio. They see, and I believe they're probably hearing a lot of people talking about the financial decentralization of our market. And we're seeing a lot of institutional companies. That's the big boys. That's the micro strategies. That's the Teslas. These huge, massive companies taking enormous cash positions in Bitcoin in their companies. And recently, you've probably seen that Bitcoin is like rose like all the way from 30,000, which is insane, to now 45,000. When Bitcoin was around 30,000, 25,000, I wanted to put some money in. I actually sold some Bitcoin last year to, again, help pay for my house. And I would had a bunch of money on the sidelines. And I'm like, you know what? Putting just another additional $3,000 in Bitcoin isn't going to break the bank. It's not a lot of money. It's not a huge percentage of my portfolio. I have it sitting in my account doing absolutely nothing right now. Maybe I should do it. And it kind of slipped my mind. Specifically, I wanted to buy Ethereum at around $1,200. You know what Ethereum is at today? It's at $1,700. Bitcoin went from around 25,000, 30,000. You know what's at today? 45, 46,000. After Tesla announced their 1.5 billion cash position into Bitcoin, Bitcoin absolutely spiked like crazy after that. Absolutely insane. Why am I saying all of this? I'm saying all of this because of my last mistake, which is the worst trading mistake that I am making and you're making right now as well. Having all of this FOMO.
You see, in the stock market, every single week, every single month, there are going to be investing trades that you miss. You're not going to get them all. Even the people that have millions of dollars to invest in whatever they want, even they don't get them all. Literally hitting yourself down and beating yourself up and having all of this FOMO, which stands for fear of missing out, that, man, I didn't get Bitcoin. Man, I didn't get, I didn't get this, uh, this company here. I, I didn't, like, like all that is doing is stressing you out and it could lead to some bad investing um, outcomes. All of a sudden, Bitcoin hits 46,000 and you're like, you know what? I don't want to miss it now. And you put 30% of your portfolio in Bitcoin. All of a sudden, Google hits $2,000. You're like, I don't want to miss it now. And you put 50% of your portfolio in Google. And you start doing these extreme actions, trying to overcompensate and make up for your FOMO. But flight crew, let me remind you how you're actually supposed to use that emotion of FOMO to become a successful investor. The next time you look at yourself and you're beating yourself up for not getting a Bitcoin early or not investing in literal GameStop um, because it blew up 7,000%, the next time you're beating up yourself, ask yourself this question. Which person will be more successful in the long run? The person that's at least aware that these investing places and these investing situations have played out or the person that didn't even know it existed. There is so many people right now that don't even know that Bitcoin is exploding. Didn't even realize that Google just hit $2,000 two weeks or three weeks ago. However, you as an investor, Someone who's constantly sharpening your tools, constantly looking at the market, constantly seeing and checking what's going on. You are in the world and know actually what's exploding within the market. The fact that you are actually concerned and curious about portfolio and curious on how to get better is the reason why you will have a successful managed portfolio in the future. FOMO is your body's way of telling you you're doing the right thing. You're in the right area. You're at the right party. And if you continue to do what you're currently doing, you will be successful in the future. I didn't miss, you know, I may have missed on a huge return with Google. However, because my thought process was right and my thesis I made was right, I'll be able to catch the next Google. Hey, Bitcoin is exploded this time. However, because of my thought process right and my thesis around Bitcoin was right, I'll be able to catch the next Bitcoin run. You see, next time Bitcoin drops to 30,000 or maybe it drops all the way back to um, to 20,000. I'll be right there ready to buy because, hey, my thesis says it's a good time to buy. And just because you don't make money from every thesis that you make does not mean that your thesis that you made wasn't justified. So next time you're ready to YOLO all of your funds on call options just because you missed out 
on that first initial investing wave. Think twice and remember what FOMO actually means. It just means you're doing the right thing. Keep it up and stay patient. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. If you like the podcast, let me know on Twitter. It's at Fly Stewie. And we, Flight Crew, have to take off. Yeah.